0: I wanted to come and talk about a few things that I have been dealing with since, um, just pretty much started my mission and excuse me. Sorry. Um, I wanted to first definitely be clear that I know that behind all of it, what's most important and what's more demanding is that this is the devil using people. Like, obviously these are people operating in the wrong spirit and that's obvious but i still feel feel it's helpful to definitely be clear on how a lot of these things transpired or what was the so-called reason for these things happening the way they did but also i want to be clear that you know these things were presented as the reason until I did until I knew that it was far beyond that it was far beyond what the person claimed it was the reason it was just what the devil could get that person to could use that person for so with different people are different personalities and different characteristics so that being said if you're not a jealous type person then the devil is not necessarily going to use you for jealousy let's say you're just a greedy type person then the devil's going to use you for greedy reasons so if you're like the type of person who would do anything for money then the devil is going to use you um for to to go and do anything for money but if you're the type of person who would who it, it's not about money it's not about this not about that it's about being jealous of that person like you just you're just jealous of what that person has even if that person doesn't have money then you know, obviously, you will say it's not about money; this person may not even have money or or whatever, but it's you're still jealous of that person, so the devil's going to use you to do jealous things um let's say you're neither, let's say you're not a greedy person, you're not a jealous person let's just say you're you're the type of person who wants to believe that you're doing something um good in reality. You know, you may be projecting onto someone or, you know, you just have some type of control issue. Let's say that's your vice, like you have a control issue. These are vices and the devil's going to use you to make you feel like you're doing something good. And in reality, he's going to twist it and pervert it and it comes out as just control issues. You really just want to control that person so the devil can use you in that way. So let me explain to you pretty much a bunch of different things that happened with a bunch of different people and how it all just came together, how the devil wanted it to. So the devil was bouncing around with everybody. What can I get you to believe? What can I get you to... um, not dislike this person for what can i get you to, how can i use you to do my bidding i have to he has to find out what it is like the devil has to find out what type of person he's dealing with so he can de- so he can decide how he can get you to do his bidding and that's like that's so obvious, and that's really just the basis of it all. But in reality, like, it's, I think, I still, like, when you're really rooted in God and you really have a relationship with God, obviously, none of this will matter because you'll know that it's all the devil. You have to ignore all of it. It really doesn't matter the reasons. But I still don't feel like, you know, I still, I mean, I still feel like it's helpful for someone to know that these things are, um, because that these things are a risk because this is definitely a area type thing so this can like I feel that even though this can happen in any area anywhere on the planet it's happening in certain areas way more so let me be let me be very clear on the things that happened soon as I got here in this area and the reason why I feel that God chose me as a vessel to use me and um, just to kind of wake the people up and kind of show the people how they were being used and how they were oper- operating in the wrong spirit and kind of like bring the worst out of people so people can take a look at themselves and decide that, you know, that's that's just too much. That's just too far. And like how far is too far for people, really, because it's like that's a whole other story. But people really go. They went as far as to crucify Jesus before they realized that that was too far. So it's like people can really go very far. But I'm confident that, you know, the Lord is not going to allow that to happen. But let me, let me just, um, I'm confident he's going to keep my life. And this has been proven. But let me just be, you know, very blatant and very clear about different, different situations. So when I first got here, it originally was about, okay, um i was i just remember first getting here and i was just so just you know unsuspecting and just like oh my gosh it's just a new state of course i didn't just expect anything of it but i just was not you know definitely not just pegging it to be not what it was because i wasn't expecting anything i just was unsuspecting when i first got here you know i moved in with um a family member of a family member and i was just like okay this is a nice place and i didn't realize that this was like a place full of jealousy and envy but the thing about it is i didn't realize that people could be you know i didn't re- i just felt like i know how i look i know how i carry myself i know how i come across to people when i however i feel like coming across to them when i feel like coming across to them but when I first got here, I just really wasn't coming across any type of way but um, trying to be, you know, trying to make a good first impression. But also being myself, I was just being a good, I was just being a nice person. Like, I just was like, okay, this is a nice place. I want to, you know, I want to, you know, do what I can, not anything outside of my personality or character to kind of like, you know, get a feel for what type of area I'm in. And so... I went to the store with a family member of a family member, and the first, like, the first thing I noticed that was super odd and off is, like, as soon as I got out the car, like, it's, like, all of the women, like, it didn't matter what shape, what size, what ethnicity, they were all just, like, me mugging me. They all just looked very malicious and angry and just... Hostile, And I was just like, why are they so hostile towards me? Like I stick out like a sore thumb. Is it that obvious that I'm not from here? And immediately, even the person I was with was just like, like very, very jealous. Like all of them were very, very jealous. And I was just like. I don't know what that is. I think that is something more than what it looks like, and I knew that it was immediately. I knew that it was because it was just too deep. Like, I mean, I get that when you go out in public. Obviously, if you're if you're good looking or whatever, it doesn't matter. If you, you don't even have to be good looking, sometimes like, like you're going to get you're going to get jealousy from people. You're just going to you're going to run into jealousy at least once or twice in your life. You just are. That's normal, but it's just like from everybody. I'm like, it's just something's off because I'm even at this point. I'm like, let me pay attention and see if it's even everybody, because if it's just a few people, then I'm just going to automatically assume that that's just, you know, it's just them. But it's like everybody. And it's like it's not even that it's not even a point that it's just everybody. It's just like, no, it's the point that it's everybody. But it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out why it may be everybody worried about me or jealous of me. But immediately I realized that, like, wherever I was going, it's like they were being, almost like they were being sicked on me like dogs. So I'm like, okay, me knowing everything that's, me knowing what's going on in the spirit, I'm like, obviously, you know, this person, I'm sent here. Like, the Lord already told me I'm I'm I've been sent here I've been sent here. The Lord already told me what my mission is. So obviously immediately I know in the spirit that this is because, you know who I am, you can tell who I am. Like the the devil, is, already getting started. He's already getting started. He's not wasting any time. He's like yeah, get her because he has to make every he has to make everything harder for me because i'm here on a mission like he doesn't want me to ultimately accomplish what i'm about to accomplish so if i'm gonna just be blatant and i'm just not gonna sugarcoat anything there's a sorcerer in this region and this this person worships the devil and they're really like um a demon prince or whatever you call it like they worship the devil and this person has taken control of this region in a way where um, everybody has something that they want or everybody has something that, you know, this is how the devil works. Everybody has something that, that they'll sell out for. Everybody has something. I'm, I'm sure. Like nobody, when it comes down to it, everybody say they love God. Everybody says that they're sincere and they're, and they're rooted in God. But everybody, I'm telling you, anybody, I can get anybody to sell their soul to me. This is how the devil works. He's done it. And this is his region. So at this point, he doesn't want, he got so cocky, he got so full of himself, he doesn't want not even one person here worshiping God. So when I got here and I'm here on a mission and I'm worshiping God every morning, obviously I'm being targeted. So I know that this is the reason why, but you know, what does it look like? What is on the surface? Let's just talk about what's on the surface just for now, even though all of it is just surface, it's very point, not pointless, I wouldn't say pointless, but it's is it's empty overall because we really want to know what's going on underneath that's what really matters but what's going on on the surface let's just say it matters for this episode so the women are very jealous and the reasons are varying it's like i can hear the stuff that's going on like i didn't i wasn't able i was always knowing but I wasn't able to hear it like I'm hearing it now. So I'm hearing them talk, and like he's recruited all each and every single last one of them. If he hasn't recruited them on the pretenses of I'll give you what it is that you want, he's recruited them on the pretenses of I'm going to have everybody jump you if you don't do what I say. And also, also another thing is, you know, I know your business. So I'll just expose you to the world if you don't do what I say. And so I can support this. But, you know, as far as paper evidence, obviously, anybody who's doing witchcraft, who's worshiping the devil, they're not going to allow paper evidence, even though they get very bold. They do get very bold. If I was recording 24-7, I would have it. I would have the evidence. But the thing about it is, like, this person, this, this entity is like... This is this is what the entity approached me and said, but this is an entire year, maybe, yeah, a whole year after I moved here. He's like, do you know that I can ruin your life? This is what this entity said. Like, you must do not know that I will ruin your life. But the thing about it is, I can feel how this entity feels just as well as this entity can feel how I feel. So this is in the spirit. You can't lie. However you feel is how... How that person is going to? This person can feel how you feel, pretty pretty much. Like when you're around somebody and you're talking to them, you can lie, you can hide your feelings. Like you can say, I don't care about you, and and on the inside you care so much. Especially if you're a good liar, they won't pick up on it. But if somebody's really good at picking up on body language, you know, then you can say, you can argue and say. You know, yes, I would be able to tell you know body language tells everything, or that's so telling, whatever you know the psychology thing I get it, but I'm talking about when people are past that, like when they're just hiding their true emotions because people get good at this, you have to grow up learning how to hide who you truly are in this world because people judge you from a child, and we all know this is like if you know basic psychology and you know that at five years old you pretty much went through like or when you were super young, you went through an experience that you encounter somebody who made you feel self-conscious. And from that moment on, whether it be about your hair, your skin color, how you dressed, how you looked, etc. It's usually about what, how you look. But sometimes it's about how you act and your personality. Things that you choose and the choices that you make. They call you weird, etc. We all know that... At a young age, we were forced to see ourselves before we ever saw anything about ourselves as different. Somebody made us feel different. And that made us start hiding our differences. And that's what is that's what that's what changes how we are today like that's what makes us how we are today. so ever since a child, we've been teaching ourselves how to hide who we truly are until we feel safe until we feel like we won't be judged or until we feel like we're in um like minded we're around like minded individuals so that being said, we all know well I don't know if we all know, but that's just the basic psychology of it. We're good at hiding things we're pretty much natural born actors, all of us. But the thing about it is, with with the Lord, you can't hide. You can't hide. So anybody who's in these realms where the Lord lies and where the Lord dwells, obviously, you know, they're able to access a certain amount of that, you know, spirit. They're, like, they're, they're able to see your spirit. They're able to see your soul. So you can't hide these things from them. Now, I've always known that this existed. And I've always known that this was somewhere where... I dwell. I'm, a, I'm actually, you know, I actually do stuff there. I I, didn't, I wasn't aware of what I was doing necessarily. I mean, I know I'm a demon slayer, but I wasn't necessarily connected in that way where I'm just like super aware of what I'm doing. That's the point of this process is being aware of what I'm doing and honing those skills and being able to control them. So the things that I was doing, it was just what my heart felt like and what my heart is you know, what my heart truly wants. I don't have any control over it. I haven't had any control over it before this. I'm learning to have control over it. But nevertheless, this spirit can feel how I feel and I can feel how this spirit feels. So this spirit pretty much says, you know I can ruin your life, right? I have the power to ruin your life. You just don't know who you're messing with. And immediately, my feeling is supposed to be fear, but it wasn't. My fear, my feeling was... Are you serious? Because in reality, I'm just like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing here? Like, I'm still in the mindset of, you know, I know that I'm in spiritual warfare. I know that all this stuff is going on, but I'm still in the mindset of who else knows about this, though? Like, I'm so used to being the only person who around me who knows about this, who is aware of this, who takes this seriously. So this person is in my, like, in my 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 like with my soul where my soul is where my thoughts are and i'm just like you're seriously you know here in this realm the spiritual realm telling me you're gonna ruin my life because the thing about it is anybody else well a normal person the normal person would be like probably scared probably afraid like oh my gosh you're gonna ruin my life i believe you because look what you're doing and i'm just like no look at what you're doing <laughs> You're not going to ruin my life because one thing I know is that I didn't do anything to you. First of all, I didn't do anything to you. I'm not hurting you. I'm not bothering you. I'm over here by myself, minding my business. So you come over here to tell me you're going to ruin my life for whatever reason. And I know the real reason. So I know that you're not going to ruin my life. I know that your life is in the process of being ruined. And I know the ultimate, you know, I know where you ultimately end up. I do. I know that. And I know that you know that. And I know that you're just trying stuff out by even telling me that. So you come in and say, I'm going to ruin your life. You're pretty much just saying, you're pretty much just like, I know she knows who she is. And I know she understands what's going on. But let me just, because these are supposed to be the beginning stages. Let me just go and try and try this out and try to see if this will work. So the devil is like, when he's with God's children, he's like, Ultimately, I know that God is going to win. Obviously, God is going to win. I know where I'm going. I'm going to lake a brimstone and fire. There's no way I'm going to end up sitting in God's throne in heaven. But does that mean he's going to stop trying? So he's pretty much like, so let me just see what I can get off or what I can do while I'm here. And the thing about it is when this spirit came and said that to me, I like I'm pretty sure I was laughing in the spirit because I was really just like, I feel so sorry for you. I just feel so, 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 so sorry for you because it's one thing to be out here just making mistakes and sinning and not understanding what you're doing and you're just, you know, you don't, life is just hitting you and you're just, of course you're, I mean you may be a horrible person, you may be out here doing bad stuff but you're just, you're just human at the end of the day you're just human and there's a reason I always felt to myself there's a reason for everybody there's a reason why people act the way they act there's there's always a reason behind them getting to the detrimental situation that they're in like I'm always giving people the benefit of the doubt because everybody deserves it we're all human that's what Jesus does Jesus says I was tempted and I wasn't able to I mean I was tempted so I understand what it feels like for you to be tempted so no no I'm not judging you for falling victim to that temptation I know what that's like. He's very crafty. He works very hard to try and trick you into things so I can forgive you for anything. I love you. That's Jesus. But this person, this person is so far disconnected from that. This person is so far disconnected from, you know, life hit me hard and this is what happened. And even though some people aren't willing, isn't willing to, you know, admit that life hit me hard and this is what happened in reality, you know, people are just like, you know, they may not be willing to admit that, but that's still true. And that's just, you can tell the difference between somebody who's authentically just, you know, maybe a fell off the wagon or fell from grace, or, you know, they're just doing things out of hurt, pain, et cetera, as opposed to somebody who's completely disconnected with reality. And i'm don't I'm not trying to be judgmental or feel that I'm better than anybody or i'm I'm just at a deeper understanding of anybody because when it comes down to it, this understanding comes from the Lord, and so I don't take credit for this I'm just telling what happened so then. I'm pretty much like, but you're just the kind of person where you're like, it's not even about you having went through something, even though you may have. It's not about any of that. You don't care what you went through. You don't care about being human. It's not even about that at this point. At this point, you're just the kind of entity or person or being that you just feel that you want to control something like you're so disconnected with reality that you told yourself that you can ruin somebody's life and the whole thing about ruining somebody's life is like obviously there's plenty of reasons plenty of ways you can ruin somebody's life there's plenty of options when it comes to okay I want to ruin somebody's life of course but anybody who is connected with reality anybody who understands life understands that there's no possible way you can control all possibilities and probabilities um happening for the rest of eternity like you can't control What's going to happen to somebody's life for the rest of eternity? So, if you've, if you even, if you've even been able to accomplish this, I mean, you're—it's obvious you you're in covenant with the devil. If you've even been able to accomplish this, because you must be using some type of supernatural means for you to feel so confident that you can ruin somebody's life. Because the thing about life is you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know what's gonna happen to you you don't know what's gonna happen to them you don't know what's gonna happen to the person you're worshiping but you're so confident that nothing's ever gonna happen to you so that right there tells me you're completely disconnected with reality because at any moment everything you have can crumble at any moment whatever you think that you're doing could just blow up right back in your face and that's just life. And anybody who understands life knows that. Nobody is going to feel like I have so much control over life that no matter what's coming next, I'm going to be all right. I can control what's coming next. Like, I'm so in control of this. Anybody like that is completely disconnected with reality. Anybody who's not God. But that being said, that's just part of it. Another part of it is that you know I serve the living God. I know you know that because you're, in, you're here with my spirit, right? You you right here with my soul? Okay. So, my soul belongs to God. And I didn't do anything to you, so I know that's why you're here. So, you just said you're going to ruin my life. And you know that I serve the living God. Okay. That's that's example number 2 of how you're disconnected with reality because f- I'm sure you don't know I'm sure you don't think you can beat God. I'm I'm sure you don't think that. You you don't think you can be God, do you? Okay, so if you think that you can beat God, okay? Let's say you think that you can beat God. Has it worked lately? Has it worked before? Like have you been able to beat him before? If you've beat if you beat him, you know, you you beat him, what did you get? You got this um opportunity to do this, to come and ruin my life? Like why aren't you sitting where he sits if you beat him? Like it's it's just like you can't beat him. You you won't beat him. That's like that's that just goes without saying. But, okay, maybe you feel you can beat me, though. Maybe you feel that you can ruin my life by beating me. Like, it's not about God. It's about beating you. Okay, well, here's the thing. I get, like, how, you know, you could just target people and how, you know, you feel very confident. Maybe you've done this before. Maybe you're very skilled in this. Nobody is your match. Um, I just want to say that everybody meets their match. Everybody meets their match. And how if you're so, you know, skilled I feel you should be skilled in ruining people's lives if you're confident that you could. You're so skilled in ruining people's lives. How do how do you feel that, you know, what made you choose me? Like what made you choose me? What were your what how did you go about your to-do list on what what kind of person, you know, you're attacking to ruin their life? And um It's not even about me doing anything to you because it's like, I already know what's going on, but I just have to make this, I have to make this make sense to somebody who probably doesn't, who, who wouldn't, or who maybe wouldn't be that, um, knowledgeable about something like this if it were to happen to them. So I just want to know, like, why do you want to ruin my life? What makes you want to ruin my life? So on the surface, it looks like you're just jealous, but... If you want to go a little bit deeper of that, deeper than that, which is all which is actually still on the surface. You can say that you have a control issue. Like maybe something about me rubs you the wrong way, you want to have to have you want to you want to make put fear in my heart so that you can control me. Um for whatever reason. I mean, honestly, I'm a, I'm going a to just keep it really I'm going to keep it super blatant. I just got here. I don't really have much here. Um I don't even really have many friends here for you to control. Um there's nothing that I'm doing here that's just super big or massive for you to want to have control over. I mean, I'm just a normal human being. I'm sure there's a lot of a lot more people just like me. I mean, the only difference I can think I think that, you know, maybe you would want to control me about is probably the fact that I worship God. You know, I have a real sincere relationship with him. And I'm here on a mission. And since you're here with my soul, I'm pretty sure you know about that. So you know about these things. I'm sure you do because otherwise you wouldn't be attacking me. I mean, you know, who else are you just picking randomly and deciding to ruin their lives? Like that's really big for somebody who's just, you know, a random pick. But, you know, maybe that's just what you do. Maybe you're into that, but it doesn't matter, you know. When it comes down to it, I know why you're here. I know why you're here, and you want to rule my life and I'm just and you're and you want to rule my life on the pretenses of you know that I'm worshiping God and for some reason that makes you very upset. Like for some reason you're triggered. And I feel that you know that I'm here on a mission to ultimately, you know, revise the people and I'm here on a mission to ultimately just Save people and bring them back to God, and that's your whole mission. Your whole life is keeping them away from God. So, when you have the understanding that you're that you know what I'm here for, you know who I'm serving, and you know you can't beat Him. You still felt like you could say, I'm gonna ruin your life. You don't know who I am. Okay, so let's just start let's just get go from there. We have we have understanding why you're here, we have an understanding of who you think what you think you came to do, and we have understanding of where you're at. You're here with my soul. So you're already being very bold, you're already bold enough. It's not like you said this to somebody in person, it's like okay. You know, you're saying this in the spirit. So you're pretty much, you're, you're establishing, you're trying to establish, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You're trying to establish a certain level of fear in me. And you know, you, you knew you weren't going to be able to. So let me explain that. So how things felt. It felt like you were actually more scared of me than I should have been of you. And let's be honest, you're seeking me like you're seeking me out. So clearly I'm a threat to you. I'm clearly a threat to you. I see if I just, you know, maybe did something I wasn't supposed to do, landed somewhere I wasn't supposed to land and stumbled upon your territory. Then it's like, I mean, well, I guess. This is your territory or whatever, but, you know, let's say I actually did something, you know, to stand out or, you know, maybe I threatened your position in a way. I mean, see, that's why I have to be careful with my words because I'm really doing that, but just by being here. But it's just like, I would ha- you would have to admit that. But anyways, let's just say um, I did something like I came and tried to take something of yours or et cetera or whatever, you know. Then I would understand you saying I'm gonna ruin your life. But you came out of the blue, you sought me out, you said I'm I you know, do you know who I am? Do you know I have the I have the ability to ruin your life? Well, it's like for you to even have to establish that, you're already you already telling on yourself. You're really already saying like I'm so afraid of you or you're intimidating enough that I need to see or kind of get a feel of if I can intimidate you or not. Or how much, if you're intimidated at all, how intimidated are you of me? And this is like basic psychology. Like, I, this is so simple. And I know you're skilled in basic psychology because you have all these different people afraid of you. They should be, they, they are afraid of you, right? Because otherwise, how would you have this confidence that you can ruin my life? And and to be saying it in the spirit, like, you're already very far. You're deep in this, aren't you? And, like, immediately I'm just like, okay, so you know I'm here. But for you to know why I'm here is to know what ultimately happens at the end of this. And for you to know what ultimately happens at the end of this is, that means that what whatever you're doing right now is a tactic. You're trying to... Get more, you're trying to get information. Like, you have to be trying to get information because what other tactic are you trying to use that's really intelligent? Like, what what other tactic are you using that I won't be able to see through? Like, even me being able to see through this is kind of probably a tactic of trying to get information because in reality, you're probably trying to see, like, okay, where am I at? How far am I, you know, as far as knowing who I am and what I'm sitting here to do? Like, how much how far how much do how much am i aware of my authority and power here and to be quite honest with you in that moment it's like i'm fully aware of my of my authority i'm fully aware of my power but the difference here is that i'm just so used to other people not being aware of my power and authority like I know who I am in the spirit. I know who I am to God. But for me to tell somebody else that, they probably wouldn't believe me. And if they did believe me, I just, they're going to, since I can't prove that in the natural, as far as like pulling something out of thin air or any type of magic trick, then I just, there's no point, there's no actual evidence. There's no actual evidence of that. But the thing is, most of the time, I don't even have to say it. So I'd rather just not. Because you can see who I am without me even having to tell you. You can see that. I know you know that. And the thing about it is, people know who you are. They just expect you not to. Or they're hoping that you don't know who you are. They're hoping that you're not fully aware of your power. And so I'm sure I know this already. And But I'm just so used to having to maneuver in a way where... I have to. I have to work on this level. I have to work on a certain level around everybody else because, what am I gonna do? Pull you into the spirit? Like I can't pull you into the spirit. I don't have the power to do that. I can tell you to get, build a relationship with God and try and talk to God and maybe He'll reveal to you, you know, where I'm at with them. But at the at the end of the day, I just literally have no control over whether you'll see me for who I am or not. I genuinely don't. And so therefore it's just not worth it's not worth mentioning to you. Me and God know that's good that's good enough for me. So with this person, this person was pretty much like, I'm gonna ruin your life. And I'm just like, um, I guess I'm supposed to be scared that you're gonna ruin my life. But in reality, I'm more so like, hmm. When it comes down to it, I know that you're not able to, because if you were, then you would just do it. You wouldn't come and tell me I'm going to ruin your life. Why would you want me to know that that's what you were going to do? You only telling me this because you're ultimately not going to be able to accomplish that. And somehow you want to at least accomplish the the benefit of having me fear that at least and ultimately until your failure. Like, come on now, like you just thought I was dumb or something like I don't know what this person was expecting, but at least this person knows that they're not going to ultimately accomplish that. So if you were coming to, you know, if let's say you were more intelligent than you seem right now, you were coming to scout for information. Thank you for that information in return. You pretty much just told me, you know who I am. You know who I serve. You know what's about to eventually happen to you. And you need to know you don't have enough information about how powerful I am or how I'm how, how aware I am of my power. You don't have that much information already. So you snitch on yourself in so many different ways that and I didn't even mention all the ways, but you just snitch on yourself in so many different ways. And it's funny to me that, you know, it's funny to me because I feel like, you know. I probably would have thought you were a little bit more powerful if you didn't come ask, tell me that. If you didn't come tell me you were going to ruin my life, I probably would like have felt like you may have been capable of doing so. If you weren't going to, ultimately, if you didn't come tell me that you have the control to ruin my life and tear me down and I don't know who you are, but I'm, you know, not not but I'm going to. Like, you must don't know who I am. Like, super cocky, confident. I'm, I would have ultimately may have thought that. You probably could have the uh, potential of winning. But since you came and told me that, it's like you don't have the potential of winning and you know it and you just snitch on yourself. You don't have as much information as you want to seem like you do and you just snitched on yourself. You, um, you're um, you ultimately scared of me and you just snitched on yourself. Um, you are desperate. <laughs> you're very desperate and you just snitch on yourself. And you don't have as much control as you want to believe that you have. And you just snitched on yourself. So all of these different things, you really just came and gave me that. Thank you. But why would you come and give me that? Why would you just come and give me that? Let, let, let's believe that you're a little bit more intelligent than you seem right now. Let's look deeper than that. Let's see, you know, maybe why you would have possibly came and done that. Um. Besides that, wanting to have the fear Without actually getting the results thing, wanting to feed off of the fear without getting actually getting the results thing let's let's say that maybe you wanted me to know all of these things and possibly save you that's That's one of the intelligent options where it's like okay, somebody's overseeing what you're doing. they sent you here to do this, but you have to you have to subliminally tell me that i'm this is a call for help without actually telling me this is a call for help because then you wouldn't you know obviously this person will probably harm you or reprimand you in a way let's just say it was on that level which is believable that's the only thing I can really believe that's the only thing I can actually you know see happening because when it comes on to it you know where I'm at you know where I'm at I'm with God you know that. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect because I'm with God. I hope that saying that I'm with God or I'm sitting here on a mission doesn't convey the you know image of somebody being completely perfect like Jesus. Absolutely not. It just means that I know whose side I'm on. And I'm fighting for that side. And he felt I was worthy enough to... Place me on this mission. But if you know God, you know that that could mean a million different things. If you know any of his prophets, like he has so many different prophets for many different reasons. And I don't think not one of them was perfect besides Jesus Christ himself. So when it comes down to it, like everybody has their strengths and everybody has their faults. So, you know, if you have any type of knowledge of God, then you don't see me as perfect. You just see me as useful for this situation or Um, maybe talented or maybe or just chosen simply just chosen like God chooses people for plethora of different reasons you don't even have to be talented at anything I mean um I can't think of his name right now and I don't want to get it wrong but if you know about the story of the Gideonites this guy he was really like the lowliest person of of all of the people in his um in his city like he was really feeble in a way he wasn't strong built he wasn't built strong he wasn't a warrior he was just a normal farmer guy he was kind of small in stature like he really was super like like he was jittery like he wasn't really like confident or anything and God chose him to run the Midianites out and these this was these are supposed to be super strong people super confident people a really big strong army and God chose him in order to prove his point that it doesn't matter who I send to you. I could send a mouse and they're going to roar like a lion just because they're with me. So that doesn't necessarily mean that's who I am, but that's, but you know that it can be anywhere from high to low. The reason why he chose me because he chooses people for his own reasons. It's not about who it is. It's about him and his power. So I'm, I'm understand I'm feeling like I'm assuming that you have a basic understanding of God and why he chooses people, and it's not about me or anything about my characteristics. It's about, you know, the fact that I'm here. So you know what's happening. You know what's about to happen. So that necess so that pretty much means, you know, you must be in a way fishing for information or just Kind of in a way saying, by the end of this, can you please take me with you? Like, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going on. I know what the ultimate and I know what's going to end up happening. We all know what's going to end up happening here now that you're here. Everybody knows what's going to end up happening now that you're here. But can you please, you know, show mercy on me? And you're saying that in a way that you can, because if you had just said that, you would have been toast. And there's just no telling whether, and you're really saying that, you know, I want to be over there on your side, but I don't know who's like, you know, who's going to win. But at the same time, I want to be, I want to be sit on, I want to sit on the fence in a way like you're sitting on the fence in a way, because it's like, if I get a benefit over here, I want to stay over here, you know, because I know what I may know what has to lead, what has to lead up to happening. And excuse me. Maybe I don't want to suffer for that long. Or maybe I want to be comfortable for that period of time. But ultimately, I don't want to have to die. I don't want to have to be on the side of consequences. You know, I'm not that strong. Otherwise, I wouldn't even be over here. You know, I wouldn't even be the messenger. That being said, um, of course... Of course, like that's what Jesus is all about, but you couldn't do that right now because if you had did that right now, then you would have to suffer all the consequences and you would have to suffer everything in between before, before the ultimate win at the end right now, all the way up until then. But since you want to be able to, you know, not be a target as well and not have to suffer the consequences as well right now, you want to be able to sit on a fence and that was your way of sitting on a fence. I get it. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to make you feel any type of way because at the end of the day, if it weren't for God, I wouldn't even have the strength that I have. My strength comes through him. Like, do I even have any strength if it's not for if it's not him giving me the strength? So, of course, I understand that. And also, I understand that the person that you serve is obviously very, very, very evil. Very evil. So, you should feel that way. You have every right to feel that way. You have every right to feel like you have to protect yourself on birth on both ends meaning if this per if this person ultimately loses which I know this person's going to ultimately lose I want to have put you know I want to have put my foot in the door over there so I can be saved but you know I still want this person to believe that I have faith that we can at least you know get us a shot because I'm still over here already and there's consequences of leaving over here to be over there with you and also you're kind of t- saying that you don't really have confidence, full confidence in the Lord yet. You know, you're you're kind of admitting that too. Like you, you don't have as much confidence as I have in the Lord, which is kind of admitting that, you know, I'm not that strong. You know, to have that much confidence in the Lord that I suffered through all this and know that it will come out, you know, I come out a winner. Because that's just how good the Lord is. Because in reality, if you believe that, would you even be where you are? But that being said, that's not to judge you. That's to say that the Lord allowed that to happen for a reason. Like, the Lord is so sovereign. He's so amazing. Everything he does is for a reason. So I wondered to myself, why would the Lord allow you to come talk, talk, talk stuff to me, like, talk down on me like that, right in my face, right in my spirit, talking about, do I know who you are? Like, he knows my personality. He knows I'm not going to care who you are. He knows I'm not going to care what you're capable of. If you say you're going to ruin my life, you might as well just went and did it. Ain't no point in you coming to tell me that. So the Lord knows I'm going to want to know why he allowed that to happen. I'm going to want to know why you came and said that. And you even felt my personality in in the way I took that. And I felt yours. Yours was, did she really believe me? Can I really get her to believe this? And in reality, it's like, no. You knew that. I feel like you knew that. But you still came anyway. So that's just your clever call for help. And the Lord is pretty much like, I wanted you to see that. I wanted you to see why why I'm doing this. I wanted you to see why I do every single little thing that I do. I wanted you to see how important every single little stage is. Now, you probably would say to yourself, just like Jonah said about the Ninevites, they don't deserve grace and mercy. They don't deserve compassion. They don't deserve it. You might be, you know, at this stage, at that stage, right in that moment, I can't lie. I was just like the worker who came in in the morning and got off at five as opposed to the, as opposed to the people who came in at four and got out at five. If we get in the same pay, I'm going to say, uh-uh, they only work the hour. That's not right. You got to give me more or you got to give them less because they only work the hour. I've been working since this morning. Since the crack of dawn, they don't deserve that. And the Lord is pretty much like this is everything happens for a reason. There's there's things to learn on both ends, meaning you're going to I'm giving you this opportunity to see this person for who they are, because even though they seem very disconnected with reality, that little piece right there, that little piece, if you really look into it and pay attention, that right there can show you a little bit of how they do realize, how they do see reality, how it's still there, you know, as as much as they may have been doing, as much as they, they you know, are deep into this, it's still there for them to say that and do that. It's still there a little bit. And it's going to be when, when the Lord shows up. I don't care how disconnected with reality that you were, he's going to snap you right back into it. Trust me, because I was disconnected with reality But just not as deep, you know, I was disconnected with reality in a way where I felt like a lot of things about me were actually me and they weren't even after all he had showed me wasn't me. And that's how disconnected with reality I was. So I'm really not judging you. I'm just saying I see that and it all matters. But anyways, the Lord pretty much did that so that I can look back on that and say to myself, you know what, God? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for telling you, you know, why is you letting them do this? Why are they getting away with this for so long? Why don't you just do away with all of them? It's not fair for them to just be, you know, sinning so much and hurting people in this way and not being reprimanded for them. Not being reprimanded for for it. You should really just put your foot on this situation. Make hellfire rain down on all of them. Show no mercy, etc., You know, for me, like, and I can't even say that anyways, because he can do the same thing to me. But in reality, past all of that, I'm sent here on his, I'm sent here on a mission. And he wants me to see that this is why we do it. This is why we do, this is why we take the long way. Even when it's a shortcut. This is why for people like this, they want to, you know, they want to submit to God. They want to turn away from what they're doing. They want to see the wrong in their actions. But there's consequences to that. And they're afraid of them. And they don't understand that I will protect them. That's why the, And that's another, why, that's another reason why I chose you. Because your confidence in me. Like, and at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I, you know, I fall short of having confidence in the Lord a lot of times, too. Like I said, I'm not perfect. But the thing about it is, I still know it's way more worth it to be with him than to be anywhere else. I still know it's way more worth it. So when it comes down to it, like, they need to see that. They need to see that sometimes you say to yourself, huh, they get to do all of that over there, and I got to sit over here and suffer while they get to do all of that. And it just seems like they just partying. They not getting no consequences no they're not being reprimanded like you you easily could just snap them out of that but they just able to party and have fun and do whatever they want over there and I'm just over here suffering I'm I'm supposed to be trying to do the right thing for you like I don't I might as well just be over there doing what they're doing then like what is the point just like Jonah like what was the point of this why did you have to send me you know, it, does, like, it doesn't even have to be me. I don't even have to be going through all of this if they just going to be doing all that they're doing and getting away with it all the time. And the Lord is like, this is why we do this. I know that when your eyes are open, when you're finally able to see past, you know, it, you having to go through all these tough times and, and you actually fulfilling the mission you signed up for, then you'll be able to see that, um, you know, This is why we do it as inhuman as they appear to be, as as disconnected with the reality as they appear to be, as so far gone as they appear to be. There's still human left in them and it's worth saving. And that's why I died on the cross for the forgiveness of everyone's sins, not just yours. Not just the people who are supposed to do what they're supposed to do. Not just the people whom I chosen. Not just the people who come to me. Not just the people who trust me. Not just the people who acknowledge me. The people who don't. The people who won't. The people who know that I'm here. The people who know what I'm capable of. The people who know what I can do. The people who are around me seeing all the right, righteous, just, merciful, graceful judgments I make and still decide to do what they do. Because those are the ones I'm saying, you know what, they just going to get away with all that. I don't want to get away with all that. I just want to do a little more. And why every single time I even decide I want to do a little more, I got to get snapped back real quick. But they get to do all that. Like, I I can meet somewhere in the middle. I don't even got to do all of that. And God is like, no. You're going to see why. You're going to see why everything. But... I'm probably going to have to take this to the next, seat, the next episode. and um, But pretty much overall, what I was pretty much trying to say is that it's a reason for everything that God does. And every single body is worth saving. Nobody, I, I can't look at anybody. And I don't want anybody to think that I ever was the kind of person to look at anybody and say they don't deserve saving. I never said that. What I'm saying is I'm the type of person where I'm like, if they get away with all of this... You know, I just don't understand why I have to work so hard. I don't understand. I don't understand. And the thing about it is a lot of people be working harder than me, way harder than me. and will say, how come she get away with all of that? How come she's getting all of this abundance and she still gets to complain about it and et cetera and all this and all that? But, like, it's, I mean, the way I'm trying to explain it is... I feel that we all learn as humans when growing in our relationship with the Lord. And even when you don't have a relationship with the Lord, you're still growing in your relationship with the Lord. Little do you know. Little do you know you really are because he's watching you. And you may think that um he'll never I he'll never want to have anything to do with me and even if he does, I don't want anything to do with him. Like you may be that person. Like, I don't care about what the Lord has to say. I just don't. I don't care. Who is he to me? Like, he doesn't do anything. I'm doing all of this stuff, and I do it on my own, and I handle my business on my own, and he doesn't help me. I've never been able to call on the Lord and let something land in my lap. I have to go out and get it. So I don't even want him, even if he want me. Everybody always telling me, oh, the Lord will accept you anyways, but I don't accept him. Who, what makes you think I need him to accept me? I accept me. And you don't realize that, you know, that's what the devil wants you to think. The devil wants you to think that you're okay on your own or that those times when you really needed him the most, he wasn't there for you. And that's why you don't need his help. And in reality, the devil won't ever show you or tell you how even though you said all those things or even though you believed all those things, when you went out and got it, when you went out and thought you were getting it on your own, that was God making it happen for you. And even if the devil did tell you that, you will say to yourself, why would I give my credit to him? You know, why did he let all this other stuff happen then, et cetera? I'm, I'm sure it's a lot of different things that can keep you away from him. But overall, when it comes down to it, you know, the devil never going to tell you the good stuff that the Lord did. He's not going to tell you the good stuff that he did, but he, he don't want to never give a credit to the Lord about the good stuff that happened in your life. But he always want to give the credit to the Lord about the bad stuff. Like anytime a bad thing happened to you, the devil wants you to say, why would God allow this to happen to me? But anytime a good thing happens to you, the devil don't want you to um, acknowledge that he did that. The devil don't want you to give him that credit. He wants you to feel like, I did this on my own. In that way, he's keeping you away from him in so many different ways. But nevertheless, I want to be clear. Even the people who, you know... They so far deep in. I don't even really want to talk about that because it's not even about the people who deepen their sin, but still, you know, acknowledge the Lord. You're good. We want to talk about you. But, um, well, I'm not going to say you're good. That's 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 between you and the Lord. But what I'm saying this not this not that this is not about you. This is about the people who are not on his side, who work for the other side willingly. Like, it's a lot of different people who are unwillingly sinning and un knowingly sinning and who are ignorant to their sin every day but what about the ones who know like the people who worship satan like what about the people that are like i know what he's doing i know that it's really messed up i want to do it i want to be over there i appreciate doing that you know like i i think hell is paradise or maybe you don't think hell is paradise you think you're gonna get a part of, of hell maybe you just think like whatever it is that he promised you is worth doing whatever you're doing and this is just pretty much an indication that even those people when the lord shows up like just to sum it all up in five minutes really quick they have they know they are in the heavenly realms with god so they know what he allows them to know and a lot of times he allows them to know a lot of different things because he's God who's going to mess up his plan. Nobody can mess up his plan. Anything that they think they're going to do, anything that they're allowed to do that he allows them to do is doing nothing but feeding into his plan and getting done what he needs to get done. So if he allows a demon to know about you and your life and he allows a demon to go move in your life and working in your life and make you do things or or lead you, you know, into a pit where he has to pull you out of. It's all for a reason. Most of the time it's so that you can acknowledge him in a way that you're supposed to. A lot of times we aren't acknowledging or appreciating our Lord um, unless we get into a situation that only he can get us out of. And only, and, that's a, and we have to see miracles in order to appreciate him to the point where we're not folding on him. So he has to, he has to perform miracles in our life. And how does he perform miracles in our life without putting us in a position of needing one? So a lot of times he does that. And the thing about it is um, we don't necessarily want to give... We don't want to acknowledge that because then we want to say... Because then we feel to ourselves, you know... Well, that means that that he did that to me. So he did me like that just so he can prove to himself I need him. And it's like... I hate for it to be that because... That's usually the devil. In reality, after he proved to himself that you need him and you come back to him, you don't really, you don't feel that way about being put in that situation. You feel thankful. You feel thankful he put you in the situation. You feel thankful he got you out. And that's just facts. You feel to yourself, even though that was a messed up situation to be in, I wish I never had to be in that situation. I'm so thankful for you know, being reconnected with God and seeing how he works and moves in my life on a daily basis and how he protects me and covers me, like, I'm thankful for all of it. I'm thankful to have been put in it, and I'm thankful to to have been brought out. Because in reality, when you understand that he controls both sides, then you understand that it's all for a reason, and he's suffering. So, that being said... You know, there's people who are who are willingly, you know, doing the work of the devil. Willingly. Like, a lot of people he have to trick, but some he don't. And I know that may be hard to believe, but some people he just do not have to trick into doing these things. Like, they're willing to do it. Like, some people come seeking him. And um, to be quite honest with you, he don't want the people seeking him. Like, he just don't. But some people, they, don't, they may not come seeking him, and they still willingly do it. That being said, those people are still, you know, those people are still considered for being saved. Matter of fact, the Lord might want to save you even more. Like, he's he's really, don't ever think he's counting you out because you counted yourself out. Don't ever think that you don't have the opportunity at that somebody who you know never turned away from him or who willingly does good, who is the complete opposite of you. Don't ever think you don't have that same opportunity. Don't ever think you won't get the same day's pay. You may have done none of the work and you'll get the same reward because that's it's not about he's not he's not weighing it on how good we are. Because if it were weighed about how on how good we were we are, nobody would make it. It's about how good he is. When it comes down to we all have faults, none of us are perfect. It's not about how good we are or how good we can be or how good we strive to be. Because if you take a look at everybody's life on the inside with binoculars, you will see that all of us fall short of the glory of God. But it's not about us or how good we are. It's about how good he is. And so that being said, um, This was pretty much about how he definitely takes time to notice and make it clear and also help his children understand so that it's, you know, so that we're all on the same page. Help them understand how the people who even don't want to be saved are on his radar. He's trying to save them just because they don't care about him and they hate his children. Don't mean he hate them and he wants children to hate them.